Recording started. bless everybody we thank everybody for tuning in to elr prophetic shift god bless you we thank everybody just coming in on this morning on sunday morning man amen and we are excited about what god is getting ready to do today amen amen 
in this season. Amen. On today. Amen. introduce to some and introduce to others on today and we're going to bring forth our host on this morning amen none other than the honorable pastor franklin goffin amen the Lady lady goffin of love and action christian center amen we're going to turn it over to you man of god god bless you we thank you this morning, God, close on the right minds with the use of that kingdom of our We thank you for a prospering soul. We thank you for prosperity. Thank you for satisfying us with long life. Thank you. Hallelujah. We pray that your word will come forth with virtue and power and deliverance. We bind every hindering force that try to come to stop the broadcast this morning. Satan, we render you powerless and help us concerning the podcast this morning. Yes. We believe in the ends of your assignments concerning the podcast this morning. Yes. We, Mahaya, and I see it. We block you on every side right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. We pull down every stronghold, in vain imagination, that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. We bind the spirit of a failure. We bind the spirit of Herodias. I'm a sheikhibiata. We bind the spirit of disobedience, bind the spirit of witchcraft. We bind the spirit of Delilah. Spirit of Jezebel in the name of Jesus. Shout out of and I release. Spirit of God to take control of the service on today. Lord, we give you praise to give you glory. Amen. Good morning to all my Christian family out there in Radio Land. This is Elect Lady Goffin. My reading for today is Let All Fellowship with the Lord. Amen. First John chapter one and the third verse says. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Lord. Amen. With the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So we need to fellowship not only today, but we need to fellowship every day with the Lord. But every day not this day every day not yesterday we need to fellowship every every day amen 
here is some things we need to do. We can open up our heart and pray so we will know his will for us through his power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That we can be renewed. We got to be renewed by the Holy Spirit. We can ask for comfort and peace for all those in distress. We also can ask the Lord to lead them forward to joy. All you have to say is, Lord, my God, I am ready to heed your command. I speak your priority for my life. I'm still in First John, the first chapter, and verse 6 says, If we say that we have fellowship, with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. I am talking about Jesus Christ. Now, verse 7 says, But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Amen. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanse us from all sins. So let us walk in the light. So we, as Christians, we need to fellowship with one another every day and that his blood can cleanse us from all our sins. Amen. Our sins need to be clean and washed in the blood of Jesus Christ to be clean. So we also can walk not in darkness, but to walk in the light like our Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, did. So if you ask Jesus to bring you out of darkness, He will, and wash you with His blood, you will walk in His light. Now, I will turn this over to Pastor Dawson so the Lord can use him in His Word. Just remember these things. Let's not remember. Let us fellowship. Every day, not just one day, every day. Let us open up our heart, pray so we will know his will for us through his power of the Holy Spirit. we got to be renewed so we will, will, will be with the Lord and his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord to one for you, you, and especially you. We are grateful to be here today. This is another day that the Lord has given us, a blessed day. No matter what condition it is, or whether it's raining, snowing, or sneezing, or raining, this is the day that the Lord has made. Yeah. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. We are grateful. We thank God, amen, for Apostle Erica. And we thank God for all those who are listening today. Amen. The topic of my message is prayer is agreeing with God's will. Hallelujah. Prayer is agreeing with God's will. That's first John five fourteen through fifteen. Amen. Immature faith tries to manipulate God, but mature faith seeks more, seeks to move under the banner of God's will. 
Amen. Hallelujah. So this is what we are here to do. Amen. To, to teach you, to show you how, what we're supposed to do. Yes, that God, God's prayer is. Prayer is agreeing with God's will, not to try to manipulate God to do things that you want done. A lot of people try that very hard, try hard to do that, to get that done, but that's not the way it is. Amen. You don't control God. You don't give him a lip or him. Because he's not going to pay you any attention at all. Because you already know what, what your motive is. Amen. Your motive is not, your motive is self-seeking. Hey, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is what we're going to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Immature faith tries to manipulate God. It looks for spiritual shortcuts and formulates agree uh, guarantees to produce an answer to any request. It regards prayer as a weapon we use to force God to make good his promises. But true prayer is not a human effort to persuade God of forcing our will on him. True prayer is found upon founded upon and finding a founded in coming into agreement with God's will. We ask according to his will. Then we stand in faith, confident God hears us and that we ask for a for already what we ask for what we ask for is already out. First thing, to pray with authority and receive answers in your prayer. Make sure you seek, make sure you ask according to the will of God. If you do not know his will, ask him, James 1 and 5. Get to that right quick. James 1 and 5. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I had my hand on it right quick. Hallelujah. James 1 and 5. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Okay, here we go. One and five. One and five says, if any of us, any of you likes wisdom, let's ask of God, who gives to all literally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Amen. It says, let us ask of wisdom. If you don't have wisdom, you like wisdom. You need to ask God. He'll give you what it is that you need. Hallelujah. Amen. My God, one in five. If any of uh, any of you likes wisdom, 
Let him ask of God, who gives to all literally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. That what we have to do. Amen. So let us remember those things. Amen. James 1 and 5. Two, believe that God hears your petition and has already set the answer in motion. Three, pray continuously and persistently will until he, his will is accomplished. That is true prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to Matthew 6, 9, 13. Hallelujah. Matthew 6, 9 through 13. It says, nine, in this manner, therefore pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This is what we have to do, what is very important to do when you're praying. Amen. Search the scriptures. Amen. From one scripture, then lead you to another one. Amen. And it'll open up your understanding even more of what he's talking about. Amen. Uh, 1 John 5, 14, 15, 14 says, Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, according to his will, not your will, not their will, but to his will, we want to be in his, it's not, I hear a lot of people, I used to hear, they don't say it anymore. If they do, I haven't heard it. God's permissive will. Now, he don't have a permissive will. His perfect will is that we do what he asks him not. When we consist, we uh, persist on asking God for something that's not good for us. And we keep on asking and keep on asking. Uh, let me give you something for us. If you're looking for want a man, I want a woman, I want a wife, a husband. We want something that don't that's not good for us. I want something that's not good for us. God knows it's not good. He's telling us, no, not that. Good. If he say wait, that means wait. Either wait now or wait longer. Later, wait later longer. Well, let us be in his perfect will because he said let us let us wait on him. Now ask for things that's not good for you. Or somebody that's not that's going to allow you to serve him, going to have you, going to manipulate you, that's going to control your life. You don't need nothing like that. How can you serve God all upset, frustrated? But let us learn to want what God wants for us, and you will be all right. You can't make nobody. All you can do is give them the good advice. No wait. And a lot of times God will speak to an individual, 
He said, no, this is not the one. If he say wait, that's what he means, wait. And a lot of people don't want to wait that little word right there. You know, it hinders a lot of people from getting what they want to get from God because what they want, they want it now, not tomorrow. They want it right now. So let us learn to wait on God. Amen. Hallelujah. The 15th verse says, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have a petition that we have asked of him. If it's okay, he'll forgive it to you. But if not, if you can consistently, amen, keep on asking for something that's not good for you, you're allowed to happen. That's on you, not on him. So let us learn. Why well, pray if you're not going to if you're not going to listen to the answer? Why well, pray if you're not going to take advice? Might well just go ahead on and do what you want to do, because you will do that anyhow. Hallelujah, Amen. Let us do John fourteen thirty four. John four thirty four. John 4, 34. Hallelujah. Ah, Jesus. John 4, 34. 4, 34. It said, Jesus said to them, my fool is to do the will of him who sent me and not and to finish his work. Prayer, when Jesus refused the food offered by his disciples and declared, I have food to eat of which you do not know. He was not implying that physical hunger and thirst were sinful. He later made he later made eating and drinking amen fast, but his spirit hunger and priority over physical appetite. Amen. A spirit. He was talking about the spirit. Amen. We need to eat God's word. The more you eat it, the better off you'll be. You'll grow in God. You'll mature in him. You'll know what he's talking about. You'll understand what he's telling you to do. And you'll learn more. We'll learn more how to eat, how to treat people, how to take care of people. Amen. How to love them, how to forgive. Amen. How to move in the Lord. But we won't. There's nothing wrong with having physical food. I eat. Everybody eats. But we got to remember we need to eat that Food, the word of God. That's what he's talking about. The word of God. We need to read it and understand what the Lord is saying. We need to read it. It's good for uh, you know to hear other people, but you need to know the word for yourself. You need to get the word embedded in your spirit, in your belly. And when you need it, it'll come up. The more you read it and read it out loud. So you can hear what you're saying. Reading sound is good, but when you read out, 
you remember what you're talking about. You'll remember the word when time comes. Read it out. Hallelujah. Hear what you're saying. Let it get down, deep down into you. When somebody or something comes up, you'll be ready. We are not, most of us are not ready. We want to argue about every little thing. Just give them what best says the Lord and we won't. I'm not going to argue with anybody. I used to do that, but I had to learn. And that makes me want to throw hands. So let's read the word. Give them what best says the Lord, whether they accept it or not, you don't did, you don't did your part. You can't make them, you can lead a dog to water, a horse or whoever lead the water. You can't make them drink. You can't make a woman, man, come to God. But always insisted and persisted all the time. If it's all right to do it sometime, but when, you, when, you, when they see you, they'll know who you are, what you're all about. Hallelujah. But this spirit hungers and had a priority over physical appetite. He found satisfying food in deep communion with God and doing his father's will. Hallelujah. Applause and applause and, and material acquaintances can feed vanity and nourishing ambition. But they cannot sustain the spirit. A prayer request for God's will leads to our founding, finding our food, our spiritual strength and satisfying in doing God's will. And like Jesus, we shall discover God's will through daily communication, daily communion with him and he, and we shall receive a fresh daily anointing to achieve it. So you got to get in his will, got to get in this word, and read it daily. Read it. Take time. Take time. A lot of us not, you know, it don't take that much time to read. We'll take an hour. Amen. Just shut everything down and get busy with it. Get it done. The more you read this word and get it into you, the better things will work for you. Then you'll understand why this is happening, why that is happening. But we got to get into the word of God. Pray. God, help me to understand what you're saying, what you want me to do. Where you want me to go? Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go back to First John 2.28. Hallelujah. And now, little children, abide in him. And when he appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. Amen. Third, first John 3, 21, third chapter, 21st verse and 22nd verse says, Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do these things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one other, one another, and love one another as he have commanded us. 
is a command that we love one another. Not if you feel up to it. Not because he or she said something to be it. So we're supposed to love regardless. God loves us and we don't always tell a lie. Do you think that makes him feel what Jesus has done for us and we acting crazy? We want to hate people. I hate what they've done, but I don't hate them. But remember, all things that are happening to us is supposed to happen to us according to the word of God. So we have to learn. We got to mature in God so we won't always complain and be mumbling and grumbling about what somebody said and what somebody did. <coughs> How somebody feel, make you feel. I'm sure you're, you're human, you hurt. But you know that as you mature in God, that's why we must get in the word. We must pray. Get in the word and it'll bring you over. It'll deliver you. And you won't complain about stuff. When you see something wrong, just pray. Or complaining about it has not straightened up a thing yet, as I know. But when you pray, God changes people through the prayer. Things change through your prayer. People are healed through your prayer, through your word that you speak. And then you, you're doing something positive. But when you're saying something negative, when you're trying to get back, hit back, retaliate, and get revenge, that's not good for a soldier, for a Christian. I know, like I said, you're hurting. Hurt people hurt people. If you're hurting, you want to hurt somebody. And that's a fact. You want to lash out. You want to grab them by the throat. Turn every word but loose. But that's not the way we should do things. Jesus didn't do any of that to anybody when they were doing what they did to him. We rejected him. They're going to reject you. And the ones that are going to do that is the ones that are close to your loved ones, your friends, your children, and your grandchildren. Those are the ones who are going to hurt you the most because they're right there with you. You don't have to worry about your enemies because they'll fall off. But it's your friends. Your neighbors, hallelujah. But when you love God and when you do what he said, love one another. He said, and love one another as I have given you, as he has given us men to love. There's no excuse not to love. I know you're growing, but some of us have been saved a long time. We shouldn't be hidden back. Hallelujah. Shouldn't be, you know, talking to somebody else about what somebody else done to you. Should be praying. The only thing going to straighten things out. Hallelujah. Forgive them and move on. Like I said, you drinking poison and hoping that they're going to die. No, if you're drinking the poison, you're going to die. <laughs> Not them. <laughs> Hate is poison. Unforgiveness is poison. Retaliating is poison. Hallelujah. Let us remember those things. We are not here to fight back, but to pray that God will straighten out the situation. Put it in his hands. <clears throat> things will work out. The more you fight, the worse things are going to get. <clears throat> Hallelujah. <clears throat> I had to learn that the hard way, but now I got it. 
Acts 4 and 29. Hallelujah. Acts 4 29 said, Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servant that with all boldness they may speak your word. Listen, they threatened to kill, to beat Paul and Silas and all the guys who were doing a great work for God. Not only did they threaten them, but they did whip them and threw them in prison. But that didn't stop them from doing the will of the Father. Once you take Jesus on as Lord and Savior, and when you mature in God, you move on regardless of what they say, what they're going to do to you, or what they're going to do to your family. You can't let that worry you. You got to stand still and fight a good fight of faith. Acts 431. Hallelujah. Or 31 said, and they had praise. The place where they were assembled together and were shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the words of God with boldness. That's what we got to do. We need one mind, one purpose. To get God's people saved, to get people healed, set free to live. That's the purpose of why we're here to love them, is to serve God, to want to serve God. Hallelujah. Can you imagine one little boy, one revival? As this little boy was in, he was born. I told her the other day he was born with 26 major diseases. What did six? The two chambers of his heart was on the function. He should not even be alive. He couldn't eat like normal people. He did. I don't know how he went to the bathroom, whatever he had to do. His leg, he didn't have no feet. His elbows was intruding into his stomach. His knees was up. He was in a fetal position, couldn't hear, couldn't talk, couldn't see, bone blind. He was messed up. But one little boy and one mother that brought a child if he healed, or she knew he could be healed. And then she carried my heart when the man of God laid hands on him and spoke the word. Can you imagine all those people that were in that building or under that tent? People on wheel in wheelchairs, on crutches and beds and all this kind of stuff. When that little boy was running across that across the stage, hollering, Mama, Mama, had never spoken to his mama, had never seen his mom. Hallelujah. Can you imagine all the people seeing seeing that miracle, a miraculous miracle? God created miracle. People on the chair with the wheelchairs and crutches and beds and stuff got up. They left. They left the service. They didn't leave the way they came. They left in the they left, they left different. They were changed by seeing and believing what God had done. Got them off their beds. Got them out their wheelchairs. God said, only believe. Only believe. And it will happen. A lot of people still don't believe all that stuff. But listen, that's them. I know who God is. I know what he has done. And I know what he is doing. So let us take the word and apply it to our everyday life. Hallelujah. 
Amen. We need that to take that boldness that God has given us. Amen. And speak the word of God. Acts 2.2. 2. Hallelujah. Acts 2 and 2. Says, and suddenly they came. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and one set upon them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. Hallelujah. They were waiting on something. But Jesus said, I was going to send you a comforter back. He sent them a comforter, not a, only a comforter, but somebody who could console them, to lead them, to guide them, to direct them, show them which way to go, the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And this is this is serving God. Makes me feel have chill bumps everywhere. Speak in tongues. The devil don't know what you're saying, and you don't know what you're saying, but you're talking to God. Taking them to another level of prayer without English. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about speaking Spanish, French, German, Russian, or whatever it is, but we're speaking into a heavenly language. Something that we can reach out, and the devil can't interfere with that. He can't stop it. Because you're speaking unto God, and he hears what you say. And remember, when we are praying to God, he answers your prayer before you finish praying. He already heard. Now he's answering it before you complete your prayer. This is a mighty God that we are serving. This is a world. This is a God that loves his people, that he wants us to have the very best life. Hallelujah. Sure, we're suffering. We're going through different things in our physical body. We're having financial challenges. But listen. God said he will supply you every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. His word is true. Believe on him. Believe the word. That's what Liberty 4 and 19. Hallelujah. He said he, shall, he will supply you every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. No matter what it is. Might be a little financial scrap, but God will open a door. Faithful. Is better than money. Favor is better than money. When you can go and buy a home or somebody can speak, God can speak to somebody to give you a home with the title and deed and everything that you need. Favor. That's favor. That's, that's somebody else's doing that. They money that bought and paid for it. But favor, not your money. But somebody else is the money, because God knows you don't have that kind of money. And favor in favor with God and man. God will do it every time. I can't know you can't afford it, but your daddy can. Believe on him. Believe in him. It will happen. Plus God all the way. Not some of the time. I know you get frustrated, upset. Hallelujah. My shit ain't no crying. I see kid out of my heart. 
Just take a minute or two and gather yourself. Things hit you sometimes so fast. Yeah, yeah, I still cold and you don't know what to say and what to do. Before you say something negative, stop and think. Don't say anything if you can't say nothing positive. Because you're hurting yourself. Hallelujah. Your words are hurting you. Remember, what we do is going to affect people around us. People are watching. They're listening. Hallelujah. So we have to stop and think, because I know you have been doing this a long time, but it's time to stop. If it hasn't gained you anything, speaking negative, what has it gained you? Nothing but taking you further, further into the negative way. Positive will bring you out. You have other people speaking positive. I used to work with a guy, and every time I would find somebody, I'd say, thank you. And it wasn't long before he started saying, thank you, Jesus. You, you, you have influence on other people, what you say, what you do. How you do, what you say, when you say it. I had him saying it. He was living with this girl, and I told him, I said, well, you got you, and she got you, and if you love her, she loves you, marry her. And it wasn't long before he went and married So you got to, you, you, we are alike. Whatever job, whatever job you're on, they know who you are. That's why they aggravate you. That's why they do what they do to you. Because they know there's a difference between you and them. They know you won't pick up a chair and break them across the head. They know you won't do it. But they aggravate you. That's when I turn God loose on them. Turn them loose. You got to learn, Lord, take this, take this situation. I can't handle it. It's too much for me. That's what we got to do. Turn your angels loose. You got an angel, turn him loose on it. It takes God for these situations. Hallelujah. Let me get Matthew 5 and 6, and we're going to cut y'all off. Mm-hmm. Matthew 5 and 6. Let's see. 5 and 6. Mm-hmm. Five and six says, Blessed are those who are hungry and thirst, hunger and thirst for righteousness. But they shall be filled if you thirst after the righteousness of God. God will fear you. He will give you what you need. He will show you, teach you how to live. Ah, Mama Micaiah. Man, this is good. I don't have time to do all that, but this is good. Hallelujah. My God, say, blessed are the merciful, but they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, but they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, but they shall be called the sons of God. He got something here for everything that you might be going through. Everything. There's something in this book. That'll help you out of whatever situation, or what I say, situation, spelled the same way, but pronounced a different way. Situation. You got stuff for every problem that you have. You got an answer for it. You don't have to go through but for one book. That's the 66 books of the Bible. Got an answer in there. You get no answer from Dr. Field. Hallelujah. 
Amen. There's no answer in those folks. Amen. But in the word of God, God used 40 men to write this Bible, spirit-filled men to write it. It took them over, I think, 1,600 years, somewhere along that. And the Bible was canonized. Job is the oldest book in the Bible. Hallelujah. But let us take God's word, amen, and use it to our advantage. Acts 2 and 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues that they were given others. Okay, I've got that. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's get John. Get John's form better I think I got that. Okay. I got all of that. But listen, the word of God is true. And it'll take you through any situation. It'll bring you out. If you go in, with the mindset that my God will. If he don't, I know he can. Hallelujah. The Hebrew boys had that mindset. They weren't bowed down to the images that Nebuchadnezzar had built for everybody in the old nation to bow down to when they hear all the instruments played. But they refused, and it would cost their lives. The king didn't believe that the Hebrew boys refused. Let me go find these boys and talk. What's up, y'all? Where y'all at? What do you mean you're not going to do this and then we'll do that? So, no, we're not going to do that. So he came up. He said, listen, since y'all can't do that, we're going to throw you. Had the furnace heated up seven times hotter than it was supposed to be, than it had ever been. And the men that threw them in there, the fire consumed them. What didn't consume the Hebrew boys when they were being thrown in there? Listen, you see what I'm talking about? We serve a mighty God. We serve a mighty God. What we worried about, you can't fix nothing new. I don't care how much you sit up and, and turn in your mind all night long. When you wake up, that problem's still there. Your blood pressure up. Because something that you can't fix. And never will be. God never intended for us to fix anything. He intended for us to cooperate with him. God is the word. Cooperate with the word of God. Things will work out every time. They might not work out when you want them, the way you want it to, but it'll work out. He knows what you need better than you do. He knows you better than you know yourself. Because he created us in his own image. Hallelujah. He created he him, them, man and woman. So let us learn to trust in God. He will bring you out every time. He will show you the way. Because he is the way. Hallelujah. 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 God is who he said he is. And God will do what he said he would do. So we just let us learn to trust God. Trust him. Believe his word. Ah, ma, 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 ma. 
You, you done been in the long four, five, 10, 15, 20 years now. You should know. There's nothing too hard for God. Nothing too hard for God. He stood out on nothing and made something out of nothing. Stood out on nothing, nothing but darkness. Folks, let there be light. And the light, he didn't have to say it two or three times, he said it once. Let there be light, and bam, the light showed up. And the light never went out. That's not going to go out. So let us learn to trust in him. Let us learn to lean and depend on him. So everything will be all right. I know it'll be all right. Hallelujah, because I'm all right. Hallelujah. By God, by God. It will be all right. Hallelujah. But let us learn to trust in God. Everything will be all right. But trust in the prayers. Believe in your own prayers. Have confidence in your prayers. Listen, you can't go around trusting God and believing in him. And I'm not sure. God gave us power. Gave us authority. Gave us dominion. And we lay out here weeping and crying like we don't have, that, that we are nobody, like we can't do nothing. Because you're not activating the word in your life. Faith without works is dead. Works without faith is dead. Everybody's just given a measure of faith. You activate it. You use it. Take a chance. You got to take a chance. Try God. Trust him. See what happens. Trust him. He won't let you down. We let ourselves down and let others down in the process when we don't trust him, when we don't believe in him. I pray that I've said something today that would encourage you and let you know how much God loves you, what he's done for us already, how he gave his only begotten son. And he knew already from the get-up that we weren't going to be obedient. He already knew all this stuff. Sent Jesus to die for us, to be whipped, to be pierced in his side, put nails in his hands and his feet, and to put a crown of thorns on his head, a 72 crown of thorns on his head, and pressed down, nailed to the cross, and hung there until he died. Before he died, he saved the man on the cross. See? Hallelujah. A lot of people doubted him that he was the son of God. But when all those things started to happen, the moon got away in blood and earth shook and people got up out the graves and passed. Hallelujah. That's a, that had never happened before. You know, that's, he had to be somebody special. And those was not demons. But we thank God for you all today. I'm praying for each and every family. Praying for each and every marriage and all of all of the children, the grand and the great grandchildren. Praying, Hallelujah, Mama Shada, the Mama Yasiki, Ashili, Amahota. I speak the word and things to be well with you. Lelebiya sunkoro ma febo, Mama Kia lelebiya tata lelebiya haya na nema. I speak to your physical body. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Lelebiya sunkoro la yasi, Mama Siki ma haya. La Pilidiasa, Mamo Kuriasi, 
Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We are praying that you that are not saved, that you would give your life to the Lord, because he loves you. His son died that you could have a right to the tree of life. You can't get it no better than what Jesus already done. Believe the Bible says, if thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thou shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead. We're talking about Jesus. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession and made unto salvation. It doesn't matter what you have done or what you're doing. God will say he'll forgive you. Matter of fact, you've already been forgiven. He will save you and fill you with the Holy Spirit. He will save you because your sins are forgiven. Don't let nobody hold, bring stuff up to you what you've done a long time ago. Listen, God don't remember. He has thrown it in the sea of forgetfulness. He don't remember it anymore. When you go to talking, you don't remember. He said, what are you talking about? You got to get that maturity in the word as God. Grow in God. Save. You're saved now. If you believe, that's all we have to do is believe. That's all he's asking us to do to me. Believe in him. Believe on him. Everything will work out when it's supposed to work out. Hallelujah. We're going to turn it back into the hands of Apostle Erica. Amen. God bless everybody. Amen. Thank you for tuning in on this morning, uh, Sunday morning manner. Amen. With the Honorable Pastor Franklin Goffin and Elect Lady Gloria Goffin. Amen. On today. Amen. I pray that the word was fully enriched. Amen. This was a little, a little confirmation for me on this morning, you know, because I was feeling, you know, struggling with infirmities this morning, you know, and I had to kind of bring myself back to regulation, regulation and say, hey, you know, I need to pull it up, you know, toughen up, you know, <laughs> if I'm releasing the word, I, I have to take that word in as well. Amen. Um, people feel that because they are uh, in ministry that, or, or they feel that some people feel that they, people can't share that word or impart a word you know that the key is if we're kingdom minded doesn't matter where the word is coming from you know it doesn't matter who it's coming from as long as they are called by god and and, and especially where the uh the purpose you know and i think because people get caught up in the offices they get caught up in you know in the offices and they get caught up in those type of things and because they get caught up it's like oh you can't tell me nothing and see, and that's where hmm. the kingdom falls because of that unteachable spirit. You know, it doesn't matter what level that you are or what office that you are, what responsibility. Everybody has a responsibility. You know, some may be more depending on what is target. You know, um, if you have a specific office, a specific calling, there's a target where your gift is manifesting. But the key is all the gifts work in the body of Christ together. That's the only way that we can function is everybody working in the kingdom of God together as opposed to working against each other. 
all and and so Amen. yes and then also faith is the substance of things of hope for and evidence have not seen and yes if we don't put that like you said that faith you know and, and it gets frustrating because it's getting frustrating to me you know because i know what the enemy is trying to do to me especially uh concerning my job concerning my life you know my meat and potatoes you understand and because of that it does get it does get frustrating people need to hear that they need to hear that leaders also struggle too all right pastors mm -hmm. struggle too uh, members of the body struggle too but it does not mean that the struggle has to overtake what overtake uh, uh, uh the assignment that god has given god gave me that assignment because Amen. i was there for a certain amount of time maybe because my season is up or maybe because they recognize who i am and sometimes when the enemy recognizes who you are they're going to do everything they can to stop you block you cop block you prevent you um for doing multiple uh doing the kingdom of of his work and i realized that you know i realized that it, listen it doesn't feel good yeah favor yeah favor is 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 is, is not there favor does not feel good because sometimes the favor that you say you got favor sometimes it doesn't because sometimes it comes uh things come behind it like a backlash comes behind that favor mm -hmm. so if you're asking god to place a favor on your life listen be prepared for the backlash one thing we learned about the word we learned about the word we never sugarcoat we don't have time to sugarcoat the word just tell it you know tell it like it is release that word and see once we release that word you know god will do the rest you know and i think that's where it is uh pastor golf in minister golf and that because people uh tend to um back away from it because oh i got the favor of god but listen the favor of god ain't fair which means something is going to come behind it you know um it's not gonna come easy why because faith got to be put in the equation Remember, faith stands on two legs, right? Doing it and mm -hmm. acting on it. Some people can, can say it all they want, but then act on it. So if you release those legs, take those legs from, uh, from faith, what leg do you have to stand on? You have absolutely nothing to stand on, right? You have to say it and then put it into action. If you just say it and you just got one leg, what happened to the other leg? Nothing is being put into action. You know, so that's why I, I, I love what I love about your ministry. When it says love in action also means faith in action. You can't, you can't give out love or, or, or and don't have no faith to it. Sometimes it takes a lot of faith to love somebody. I'm telling you, it takes a, <laughs> it takes a lot of a but if you want to hate the ground that they walk on, hate the ground that, you know, physically, like, say the word, I dislike it. You know, uh, I love you, but I don't like what you're doing. You know, I love what who, you know, that who God created you into, but the way you're acting, I don't like the way you're doing, you know. And you know what? God says the same thing about us, that he likes, he, he, he knows what he created. He loves what he created, but sometimes he just don't like what we do. Or he don't even like the way Amen. we respond to certain things. You know, we don't respond to certain things. So it, it, it does mean a lot. You know, like you said, what you said, uh, power does lie in a tongue. We say it all the time, but sometimes sometimes when you get caught up, you forget about that. Real Amen. talk, you forget about it. And 
and, and it does you you forget about what it's about you forget about because when you're in your situation or situation just like you did today you do tend to forget <laughs> what you're dealing yeah. with or what you're battling with until you actually pick up the word of god and then like oh man you know he just said that or she just said that what are we doing with it what are we what are we moving to the next level what are we what are what is transpiring and it does because they don't understand we wrestle against things every day that we can't see so they can't say that we don't struggle we do struggle but the only difference Amen. is between us struggling and a person that's non-believer that's struggling a non-believer they give up but a but a believer do yeah. not give up they don't give up the fight Amen. they exhaust everything is possible and that's what i understand that's what i learned through through not just a, a christianity and in your religion but your relationship quickens you that i can't give up i know what the doctor said the doctor said what i have is chronic right i know it but do i have to believe it nah i don't have to believe it so in my mind it's it's a will it's a will your mind your mind is a terrible thing is waste so i'm telling you if you let your, your mind go you let your mind go you go into depression. You go through you anger. I've gone through all that since I experienced the loss of my father. Yeah, and I did. And it doesn't feel good. Sometimes it even make you unstable. See, the thing is, people need to know mm -hmm. that we are leaders have transparency, transparency, and, and that's what I learned through even my chief apostle learning to be transparent. I'm always feel like I look like I'm always invincible. Like I don't cry. I don't do this. I don't do that. I'm always strong. And it's true. I'm always appear to be strong, but nobody really knows my weakness unless you know you walk close with me. When you walk close with your leader and you walk close with your covering, you learn the transparency of your leader. And guess what? You cover your leader. Amen. And that's what I learned. Why? Because of the big responsibility that he or she has to cover and, 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 and cover over the lives of other people and, and ministries and stuff. So I learned that even that your leader can say, hey, I'm tired. They can say, hey, I'm exhausted. Hey, I, 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 don't, I don't think, you know, I needed a, a new fresh anointing, you know, and, and, and that's true. They do need it. Sometimes they need to renew because they're constantly giving, 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 giving out, right? But no one never pours in. They need somebody to pour Amen. in. A leader needs a leader to pour into them. When it comes to, oh, yeah, covering in a pastor or covering in a minister, it doesn't matter. You a leader. So a leader has to empower a leader. We have to learn to empower each other in order to push to push forward. Let me tell you, the pain doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good at all. Uh, 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 um, a physical struggle. It's more of a mental thing to me right now as opposed to physical because what the what they're saying, what the doctors say. Yeah, it says sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's a lie from the pits of hell. Because once that word is released into, I don't know who created that nursery rhyme. But it kicked totally against the word because words do have power. <laughs> Life yeah. or death. Right? That's so, 
yeah, it yeah. do. And and, and, yeah. and and we just need to learn to be more, like you say, transparent. Be real with ourselves. Be real, you know, with our emotions. Be real with our struggles, and let people know, you know, you can overcome that struggle. You can push through that struggle. Um, you know, things in my life won't be like this forever. You know, and not the constant keep telling myself that things are not. But like you said, if you don't have that faith and that faith is not standing on two legs, that faith cannot be activated and say that I can overcome this thing. And that's what I learned from mm. today, from, from hearing from you today, that if, you know, you don't have those legs to stand on. Everything mm. that you believe in, everything that you, you, you say you hoped in and if those legs are not kicked from under that, like, you know, a chair is broken. A chair is broken. It's like faith is broken. Amen. And I learned that just from hearing you and hearing from the word of God, hearing the word of God through you on this morning, that that that's what I need is sometimes sometimes you need to uh, uh, what's the word to be reaffirmed of certain things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to release the word, and, and, and you're, you know, you speaking the word, and I can hear what exactly what you're saying because I know it's coming from God. You understand? And, and and people need to hear that. So when you have leaders that are speaking, man, I'm I'm, I'm encouraging everybody out there, come and fellowship with Love and Action Christian Center. They are the real deal. I know their walk. I know how they are. I I, I know what their transparencies I know and they know my transparencies and say when you learn to walk in ministry and you long to walk in ministry for a, such a long time as my young life of, of, of 26 years in ministry um, overall you know preaching the gospel total different maybe you know preaching the gospel 26 years but only pastoring uh, 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 13 14 years let me tell you I have accomplished a lot but it was only not just a favor of God, but I had to struggle to get where I am. And guess what? I'm still struggling to get where I am because the enemy is desire to sift us out or sift my assignment out. I know what my assignment people got to realize. If you know what your assignment is, you don't stand in nobody else's way. If you know, Pastor God, you know what your assignment is. Who am I to stand in your way? I'm not going to stand in your way. Lady, who am I to stand in your way? I can't stand in your way. Only thing I can do is empower you, pray for you, back you up in every vision that you that God has given to you and move. That's what a leader is supposed to do. That's what a covering is supposed to do. If anything is out of order and if I feel something, you know, not even feeling, but God, the Holy Spirit tells me that if something is, um, no, I'm supposed to bring order. Same thing with you. If something that you feel that I'm not and I'm getting a little weak, you t- pull me aside. Hey, I need you to to pick it up. I know it's not easy. Uh, 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 it's not easy, but I'm gonna pray for you. And so people feel that because you your old your covering goes through struggling, or your leader going through struggling. And I don't know why I'm bringing this up today, Pastor Goffin, but people don't realize that these coverings go through a lot of struggles. And because they they have all these leaders, some of these leaders don't even pray and intercede for their leaders. They pray because they want to get something out of it. And the reason why I want to say, and I hope I'm saying that because it's affecting the whole uh, uh, kingdom of God. Some people will come in your lives as uh, 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 people are coming in your lives is because they can get what they can get out of you. 
You understand? And they and, and if they can connect with the big powerful ministry, uh, 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 they, they, they they arrive. You know, I'm telling you, and that's what some people perceptive are. And it's not about that. You know, I'm under great. I'm under a powerful covering. But does that mean I arrive? No, it doesn't mean that. It does. It means that I have more work to do. I have more assignments to, to, to accomplish under under my leadership, under my covering, where I can let my ministry flow that God assigned to me and cover the ministries that God assigned me to do. Learning to be humble. You know, you 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 talking about having faith, okay? But if you don't, if you're not humble enough, you can't put that faith in the action. Guess what? You can't even put that love in that action can't put nothing in the action without that you know so you are you are um pastor Goffin, you was right on target this morning let me tell you i received that word totally i even received the ouch on me this morning because i sure was complaining about my i was complaining about my physicality this morning so i repent <laughs> on this morning Openly, and I let you know. So you gotta have some transparency, man. You gotta have some transparency because people feel like you, 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 you think you, you all that in the bag of shit. You can't repent. No, I'm repenting because I was in pain this morning and I was complaining. I'm like, Father, how long am I gonna deal with this? I am miserable. What is going on? What's going on with my finances? What is doing this? Whatever. Why is the job doing? I was complaining this morning, but. You, and when you you brought it to my recollection, I said, "Oh, sure, I got to put my faith in action on Pascal, and I'm stepped on my toes this morning." But I give I give God glory for that. I thank God that you stepped on my toes because it just brought me right back where I need to be. So I give God the glory on today. I just wanted to share that with you and share that with everybody you know out there that's listening. God bless you. God bless you. We thank God for your apostle. And your transparency, but I thank God. A lot of people wouldn't admit anything. If you're looking at them, they would admit. Well, I just thank God for you. I thank God for this opportunity to be to do what I'm doing. My wife and I, we really appreciate it, and we thank God for all that the Lord is doing, where He has brought me from. Forty-five years. It hasn't been easy.